Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Katie Bella Show. I'm your host, Katrina Goodlett, aka Katie Bella. 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 Good evening, good evening. It's Monday, February 9th, 2015. Welcome to the Kitty Bella Show. Please go to the webpage at blogtalkradio.com forward slash the Kitty Bella Show and check out our upcoming episodes as well as our podcast interviews that are on demand 24-7. The beauty in podcasts is that you don't need to spend time viewing a program. You can listen to the Kitty Bella Show while doing laundry, going for a walk, working out, and driving with a hands-free device, of course. Please go to our Facebook page, The Kitty Bella Show, and like our page, please. Follow me on Twitter at TweetTrina, the number four, L-Y-S-E. Also, please utilize social media during the show. If you like something you hear or you want to make a comment, use the hashtag at the Kitty Bella Show. If social media is not your cup of tea, join us via telephonic instruments at 347-237-4756. All we ask is that you be in a quiet place and a volume is up. We will be taking questions tonight, guys. You can listen to the show from the telephone as well. This is a groundbreaking new show on Blog Talk Radio. We will discuss all kinds of issues here, from the mundane to the serious, and go beyond the sensational issues and discuss the real issues that occur in trans folk lives. We will discuss all aspects of my guest, guest lives. We are so much more than genitalia. Many of us have persevered despite daily over our lives, matter. The fact is, I'm not even supposed to be here, a black trans woman producing and hosting a radio program online. So for me, just being in this space is an act of revolution. But how do we continuously push the agenda forward? How do we continuously elevate the conversation and steer towards issues of importance? Tonight's show, we will feature our (laughs) surprise return guest, not surprise, but our return guest, psychic healer Noah Alvarez, California. This will be Noah's second time on the show. Noah will be taking a few phone calls, so if you'd like to talk with Noah, call in at 347-237-4756. Each caller will get a few brief minutes to connect with Noah and ask a question. Just please keep it brief, um, i.e., please make it to a specific question or an area of your life you would like to ask about. Noah is here tonight to talk about everything from healing. What does healing from our past hurt? What does healing from our trauma look like? Tonight we will talk about it. So what is the tea? Congrats to Bambi Salcedo and all the trans people of color that stormed the stage at Creating Change this year. What a way to speak for trans lives. I would like to just honor you all with a bomb.
I would like to just honor you. Thank you for reminding a room full of LGBT folk that trans lives matter. Congrats to the TWOCC opening hearing session as well at Creating Change 15. Go to www.twcc.us and support the work. Shout out to my sis Mariah Lopez for welcoming her newest member to star. Kitty Bella Show guest from last week, Goddess T.S. Madison. Work! Work, girl, for raising awareness for STAR. Let's support our trans people of color-led organizations, y'all. And some happy news also to share. Congrats to Miles Brady and Precious Davis of Chicago on their recent engagement. What a beautiful proposal video that was shared on Facebook. Ooh, give me goosebumps. Love and marriage is possible for our trans women of color, if she so chooses. Even my sister Janet Mock recently got engaged to her view. Aaron Treadwell, what a wonderful time to put a ring on a trans woman. Ow. Ow. Yesterday, I took part in a panel at the Gender Real Festival at NYU. As usual, y'all, lots of white faces were there. I wish there were more black and brown, but it's all good. Imani and I, Imani Henry and I did our thing. I started the night off centering our space, to call for a moment of silence for all the trans women of color who have been so viciously taken. We then went on to talk about the ways that trans people of color are using social media. I realized many of our people of color were at calls to action yesterday, one headed up by Brooke Guzman and the other headed up by Mariah Lopez and Star. Whatever the situations may be, congrats to you ladies for taking up to the streets and being visible, my sisters, and holding the folks who kill us accountable. What a wonderful time to live unapologetic. FYI, I will be on another panel this Thursday, the 12th at NYU, again for a Black Lives Matter discussion, with my CSA, L. Hearns. And my CSA, Lord Puncher, will be moderating and uh, featuring Teak Milan, Ahmad Green, as well as myself. I would love to hear what you guys think on today's appearance by your girl, Kitty Bella, myself on um, Pixel News 11 this morning. What are your thoughts on this Bruce Jenner topic? Please call in as well, the nation with gender. Can we get some healing with that? According to the spiritpsychic.com, spiritual channeler, teacher, mentor, counselor, and friend. Those are just a few words to describe the young spiritual visionary known as Buddha Noah. Not only is Los Angeles-based psychic medium Noah Alvarez a compassionate psychic reader, but he is a revolutionary energy healer that uses fresh practical self-healing techniques to assist his clients in meeting their highest self. Outside of spiritual readings and counseling with clients, Noah is also the founder of the Indigo Support Network, a group of authentic, dynamic, professional light workers in Los Angeles and Orange in Los Angeles, Orange County. Personally, I have to share that Noah is a friend of mine, and he is a very dear and near friend to my friend, my family, and friends. Noah has been a believer out of several of my host pals. He is such a warm, compassionate person. I think we all could use a little Noah in our lives. 
guys, I bring to you this evening Mr. Noah Alvarez. Noah, good evening. How are you? I am doing fantastically well. How are you? I am good. How was your day? Beautiful. Just uh, finished up doing some readings with some clients uh, here at the office. Um, I've been meditating, and I'm ready for you. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I still, I have to, like, comment and say, like, I still can't believe we have not met. You are one of those people, Noah, on my knees <laughs> to finally meet from Twitter list. When will we make this happen, Noah? Yes, well, I, I, I foresee you coming to Los Angeles again. So we will do that. <laughs> it's important. It's absolutely important. The work that you're doing and just the way that you connect to people and you've made your voice, you know, very uh, visible and you've made your, uh, you know, you've made your work very visible. I have to say it's important for us to connect even further and our friendship is fantastic. So we will absolutely be doing that. You know it. Absolutely, absolutely. Noah, can you tell our audience about some of the work that you are doing right now with the Indigo Support Network and your um, uh, psychic circles? Yes. You know, for anyone that is listening, especially as a trans person, a trans person of color, um, the work that I do with the Indigo Group is connecting light workers, connecting energy workers. Um, anyone that has felt it is their job, it is their responsibility to heal uh, some of the pain in the world. And I think as trans individuals, the pain that is experienced is tremendous. There's a lot of trauma. And so I work with individuals and in training them and coaching them spiritually on how to facilitate healing. And so we meet regularly in Los Angeles, and it's been expanding, and it's been beautiful to see everyday individuals using their internal gifts to help heal others and hopefully make the world a better place. You know, that's what it's all about. Absolutely. Absolutely, Noah. Um, for those who may not know, um, too much about what it is, the kind of work that you do. Can you just give a brief overview of uh, who you are as a person for our audience so they can just get to know you a little more? Absolutely. Well, first and foremost, um, I'm a spiritual teacher. Uh, I've been very inspired since the age of 19 years old uh, to dedicate my life to service, and not just within our community, but within all communities and find a way to really connect to people. And I've done that through psychic readings. So I offer those personal psychic readings here in Los Angeles, and I've been able to connect with people via phone and Skype. And just by staying in a very meditative healing space for myself, I've been able to help facilitate healing for other people through my psychic readings and um, really getting into their core life energy, their relationships, money, any area where a person wants to understand what the universe wants for them, following that natural spiritual gravity. Um, that's what I do. I help facilitate that as a healer um, and studying shamanic energy and studying uh, universalism, so teaching people how to get out of the matrix. That's the fun part. You know, the, the world that we live in is not always so welcoming, as we all know, and teaching people how not to need to be welcome, 
how to enjoy life and be successful without needing anything from the world that we're in, how to sustain yourself within yourself. So that's what I do, and I'm just now really learning to find avenues to express that and to do more of that. Absolutely, absolutely. Can you talk a little bit about some of those, uh, what does that look like for a uh, a person to heal from that? Like, um, what are some of those tools that you uh, think folks can, uh, what are some of those tools folks can use to uh, deal with trauma? Yes. You know, I think on your show it's important to address for trans people, trans women, trans women of color that have gone through a lot of trauma. I think acceptance. I've always felt that acceptance is the highest form of healing. And I think just that line within itself is very powerful. Being able to say, I accept the things that have happened to me. I accept the people that have inflicted pain or have had a lack of understanding of who I am. I accept that this is the lot in the life that I have been given. And I've always believed that healing comes from choosing to trust why you have the experiences you have, being able to feel powerful um, within those experiences. And I've been able to see a number of wonderful women within this community take their trauma, take the pain, take the things that they cannot control, and find creative ways to tell their story and to make sure that other people can live beyond those experiences and even avoid certain experiences. So for anyone that wants to know what do I need to do to heal from past pain and trauma, acceptance is the highest form of healing. So if you need to work with someone to accept the past in order to feel more in control of your future, then that's exactly where it starts. Mm, Ashay, Ashay. Oh, wow, that was so amazing. Um, in order for us to heal, Noah, don't do you uh, do you believe that each individual person needs to take a stock of what they are accountable for? You know, I think that's the most important thing in acceptance is understanding the things you are in control over and that you have had the power to change and the inevitable things that have happened to you. One of the biggest things that I get with individuals in doing personal healing readings and psychic readings is, Noah, why did God let something happen to me? Why did God let this bad thing happen to me? Why do bad things happen to good people? I don't deserve the trauma that I felt in my life. What have I done in this life, in the past lives? And, you know, the universe always gives me the same answer. Nobody deserves good or bad things to happen to them, good or bad. The earth is neutral. You know, there's duality in the earth. Spiritual gravity consists of balance. So you will encounter joyful moments in your life and you will encounter painful moments, things that you deem fair and that you deserve and things that you deem unfair. It's accepting that we all are going to experience our own levels of pain and trauma. And it's not important what the next man faces. It's more important, are you equipped to face anything that may happen to you in your life? And I think for the trans community, a big fear is violence. A big fear is death. A big fear is being taken out of this earth. And I think even acceptance of that, acceptance of that, that may be an issue I encounter in my life. What do I want to do if I ever encounter that? How do I position myself to accept the life that the universe has given me and be able to live fully and joyfully within that? So we can't control everything. And I think the big thing is 
especially for this community, is understanding that there are certain things that you can control, and it's important to know what those things are and to feel empowered to utilize that control for your benefit. Mm. What are some things that you do, Noah, in your daily life to help ground yourself and center yourself in in a spiritual realm, Noah? You know, I always tell people meditation, but I thought I would try to offer something new because we all know about meditation. Breathing, just focusing one breath at a time. Um, you know, a lot of people will say, take it one day at a time, take it one hour at a time, even a minute at a time if you need to when you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling stressed. Uh, but I've always felt that just focusing on the breath of life, breathing in and breathing out. And choosing to, as you're breathing, uh, make a new choice with how you feel. If you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling afraid, if you're feeling angry, it's important to step back and take that breath. I'm in control of how I move forward from this point, no matter what situation you're in. I'm in control of how I maneuver forward from this point forward. And sometimes just taking that one deep breath is all it takes to remember that you're in control and regain that sense of control. And I think that can oftentimes be more powerful than taking 20 minutes to meditate. Sometimes it just takes a moment to remember who you are and where you are, and you're entitled to make decisions from that point clearly and effectively. Thank you. Yes, 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 Absolutely. yes, Noah. Absolutely. Oh, there's a caller here. Uh, yes. Would you like to take a caller? Yes, Absolutely. let's take a caller, Noah. Let's the last four is 0070. I'm going to say your last four, and you're going to be on the Kitty Bella Show. Your last four is 0070. Good evening. You're on the Kitty Bella Hey, Kitty. This is Widow. Just calling in to listen to the show. Hi, Widow. Hi, Widow. How are you? I'm doing great. And you guys? We're doing Thank good. Thank you for joining Noah and I. Did you have a question for Noah? Absolutely, Noah. Let's just say financially, how am I looking? I want to try to get a house soon. Yes, and I, I don't mind me asking this, but um, do you feel, because this first question that comes forward from my guides is, do you feel that you're truly ready for a new house? Because that's the first thing that steps forward. My guides say, you want a new house, you need a new house, but are you ready for that responsibility? Do you understand where that question might be coming from? I understand where it might be coming from, but absolutely, I am. Yes. Because my guys are saying there's even financial situations that you're dealing with right now, one or two different situations um, that you have about another six to seven months to clear. My guys are saying that even around January of next year, I feel a lot of opportunity opening up for you, even in the area of credit. There's some repair there. And my guys are saying that there's just a little bit more time for you to wait. This year is not necessarily the best time for you to move into a home, but there may be a transitional place for you. Um, does that, do you relate to that? Do you understand why the guys would say there may be a transition to make before you move into that official next home? I do, absolutely. Oh, my God, you're amazing. 
Yes, <laughs> <You're laughs> out. Yes, no, <laughs> Like, I'm a little freaked out. You're right. Mm-hmm. So the really positive thing, Willow, is that I do see you moving into a home. My guides are saying 2015 is actually a blessing. It's a time for you to really get organized. It's a time not to just, okay, I'm in the clear and now I want to spend my money. But my guides are saying credit is what you really need. You need an investment. So it's important for you to focus on credit and you won't have to worry about the cash flow for 2016. You'll be set up where you can actually make choices and make purchases um, and still rebuild. Because I do feel this is about a two or three year process of you getting to abundance. So you're well on your way. Just don't move too fast. You are good at surviving, so it's important to be very patient and time things correctly. Does that make sense? Absolutely. You're about to have me in tears. Yes, oh. it does make sense. It does. Absolutely. It does. It really does. <laughs> Give it yourself does. at least well, six months. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Thank, well, thank you, you so much, much. Widow, for putting in. Yes. No yes. problem. Try to make sure thank you, you follow Noah. Noah. Yes, get his information after the show, definitely. And um, make I sure that will. you... Um, yes, yes. Thank you so much, Vito, for calling in. Wow, that was that was, that was was quick and painless. Yes, Noah. <laughs> yes. You know what it is? You know what it is? It's as soon as I hear someone's voice or when someone walks up to me with a question, it's not that I feel that I know. Energy is so powerful most of us are carrying our issues and carrying our burdens with us and, and other people are getting feelings and vibes about it. They're just so bogged down with their own stress that they're not able to pick it up as clearly. So that breathing, one deep breath, really staying in the moment and present, anybody can do that. Anybody can give someone the exact wisdom they need and even the specific timelines of things and be accurate. But if you're so bogged down with stress and your own concerns, you can't really be of service to other people. So it absolutely requires work to stay very open to do this for people. Absolutely. Um, Noah, can you also talk about tonight? I know we're going to um, talk uh, more um, about healing from trauma um, yes. and stuff, but can you also talk about um, just doing uh, various different level acts of healthy uh, healthy living in your life. Um, I know that you also have made some uh, various, you know, more, uh, I guess you would say, smarter food choices. <laughs> and yes. So can you also talk to our audience about that as far as healthy living and eating? Certainly. You know, weight and health has always been a struggle for me because I dealt with depression for many, many years of my life. And You know, the one thing I realized was accepting the way that I look, accepting and being confident in myself was a choice that had nothing to do with my appearance. And so when I started to really accept that I am who I am in the moment for a reason, it became easier to start making better decisions for myself. And while I am very much still on that journey, I accept where I am on that journey. And it makes it easier to make healthier decisions food-wise, activity-wise, because I love myself. Because I actually care to appreciate who I am right now. So it takes away that pressure. Um, I wouldn't even be able to begin to give anyone advice on nutrition and food. But what I can say is you have to actually love and care for yourself to even begin that work. The problem with trying to lose weight, be healthy, cleanse yourself, and be whole is we wait to be validated before we begin that work. 
when the reality is I had to make a choice, I am healthy. And then every day that I would say that and really believe that, I would make better choices for myself. So the act of affirming something before it's so actually creates that and manifests it, and it works with health, wealth, any area of life that you need to improve upon and make well and make whole. You have to put yourself in that place first, and then everything from that place will be attracted into you. Mm, I say. Ashay. Oh, we have uh, more callers in the line. Um, let's take another caller, Noah. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I like the flow of tonight's show. The last four is 0134. 0134. Hi, good evening. You're on the Kitty Bella Show with Noah. Hello, Noah and, and Katrina. Kitty, how you doing? Hello. Hi. Who's this? This is our love, Katrina. How are you? Oh, my goodness. Good evening. How are you? Doing phenomenal. Phenomenal. So I'm listening in on the show, and I just wanted to see if I could get a reading. Absolutely. Do you have a specific question or area you want to ask Noah? Well, let's see. What am I concerned about here? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm wanting, I'm concerned about, buying a house, you know, and my career. Um, those are two key areas that I'm just really trying to figure out direction on. And when I say buying a house, you know, there's some credit issues. Um, all of us kind of have, not all of us, I shouldn't put everybody in the same boat with me. <laughs> but <laughs> sure. some of us have some credit issues. And, you know, that that's a, a barrier for me right now. And I know there's some work to be done, but is that going to work out? And then as far as my career is concerned, you know, where is that going? You know, the first thing that my, my guides and the universe kind of says is, number one, you have to slow down because mm-hmm. you're moving too fast in your mind and you're tiring yourself out to actually get things done. Do you relate to that? Do you understand where that message will be coming from? I do relate to that, yep. I do. I feel this sense of exhaustion. And my guides are saying, your career is not on hold. You're on hold you've not been able to follow through and making specific decisions because you are tired, because you have not dealt with. I even feel some failure over the last year, 2014, some disappointments. And um, very specifically, I feel certain, I don't know if you were supposed to get a new job or a raise, but I feel something did not go through and I feel a lot of discouragement in that. Do you know where that's coming from? I do. Yes. I do. You have to start at that point clear that energy and accept that it happened and start to affirm I'm still capable of getting what I want. You don't really believe that you're going to get what you want. You just hope that you will. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It does. It does. Because yes. that, that level of disappointment, what you're talking about and just speaking about that, is I found out that in my department there's a manager who I outwork, outproduce, outdo everything, outthink, and she makes more money than me, y'all. And wow. I'm like, what what part of the damn game is this, you know? Yes. And so it was discouraging, and it still is. I'm still, you know, performing because I feel like, you know, you go to work, that's where you spend most of your time, and I'm coming here to do a, an excellent job, to be exceptional in it, because otherwise I'm just wasting my time. But, yes, learning that she made more money than me, it, it almost, yeah. I'm like, if I could quit right now, I would. 
you know, the message I get just is in a conversation back to you from your own angels is, number one, don't be mad at her blessing. Don't be mad that she's in a season of being blessed because it's not good for you. It's not Mm -hmm. helping you in any way. And number Mm -hmm. two, it's taking away energy from you being able to be focused on doing as well as you may think you're doing. You know, Mm -hmm. you're spending so much energy and it's negative in your workplace. When you clear that envy, you know, and disappointment, Mm-hmm. You will absolutely be able to do better on your job, stand out more, because I feel that you're supposed to be there. My guys aren't saying that you need to go get a new job, but I feel that you're meant to have a higher level of management, you know, be in a better position, but you're not able to stand out because they're picking up on your energy. Sometimes mm-hmm. that's all that it is. It's not discrimination. My guys are saying that the attitude that you give, while it's pleasant, you're not connecting the way that you used to, maybe how you started out. And I feel that they've noticed that shift, so someone is holding you back. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. I receive that. I receive that. Absolutely. If you clear that yes. energy, I do feel you will get the improvements on the job and see the benefits of that, which is absolutely impacts income, will clear you to make new decisions about where you want to go next. But this yes. year... Stay where you are, but actually be appreciative, get that spirit back, and you'll see the response from your higher-ups. Understood. Yes, yes. Thank you so much, RL, for calling in. All right. Thank you all. Have a good night. You're welcome. Welcome. Yes. Oh, yes. Another amazing reading, though. Yes, yes, yes. You know, that's the big thing that I get. A lot of um, calls about finances. And those sorts of I'm things. sorry, I say that again, Noah. I get a lot of people that know about their finances and their careers. I mean, we all want to know what's going to happen or what moves should I make. The main thing is you have to check your spirit first. A lot of times, especially in our community, we worry that it's discrimination. We see that a lot. But, you know, I have to also look at someone. I have to mention Laverne Cox. I have to because she's been on my spirit and I've been admiring her. And I just feel inspired to tell people, look at her spirit. It's not just that she's talented and has worked hard, because we all are talented. We all work hard to survive and to get where we need to be. My guys are saying her spirit is right. And some people may know her more personally or may not agree with that. But my guys are saying, just look at the energy of successful people, especially in our community, and you will notice the people that start to really get ahead are not always because they're so privileged or because they're so blessed. Look at their spirit, and you will see a lot of similarities about people that are doing really good work and feeling very blessed in certain seasons of their life. They don't worry about what other people are getting, what opportunities they're getting. They're still trusting their own destiny and their purpose. Absolutely. Oh, Oh, we could spend a few, a few more <laughs> minutes Absolutely. talking about that because I think that Very that's much. an important topic um, that especially we deal with in the trans community. Um, her people, her people, and I just think that um, yeah, if you could just touch on that a little bit more, Noah, I, I think that that's something that really needs to be talked about. Um, Absolutely. How do we heal from that? How do we move forward? When um you, when you're hurt, when you're coming from a place of trauma and hurt and brokenness, you know when there's a, when there's a lack of love in your life, and when you feel misunderstood by a lot of people, and you're going through those disappointments. Even when you get out of situations of trauma and you start to improve in your life, 
that energy still follows you. And I think that's why healing is so important. And when I say that acceptance is the highest form of healing, it means accepting other members of the community may or may not have that same level of understanding and if not have the same experiences as you. I can accept my brother, I can accept my sister right where they are. So when hurtful things are said, when people don't follow through, when they don't deliver, especially being on a public platform or being in community outreach, it's important to give a moment of acceptance. First, I will accept right where they are because they're doing the best they can at that given moment. Whether their best is good enough for you, that's a whole different story. But we need to start seeing our community members and seeing our family members even as human beings, not always as our brother, not always as a family member, not always as a friend, but first a human being that is just as lost as you are. So when you can accept that someone else is on their journey as well, it gives room for forgiveness. It gives room to step back and not necessarily need to heal people, but to give them room to heal themselves. I think that's important as well. It's not always our responsibility to heal. Sometimes it's our responsibility to say, I see where you are, and I give you room to be in that space. And I think the community can really benefit one to another from giving people space to grow at their own pace. Yes, yes. Oh, my God. I'm here trying to, like, get that down. I see you where you are, and I give you room. To be in that space. To make space, yes. Mm. Absolutely. Giving people room to be right where they are because even though we all want to change, we all want to be better, we all want to reach our full potential and be happy, not everyone is willing to give up certain things they need to let go of to be able to do that. If someone wants to hold on to their weight, I'm only going to approach them so many times about it. I can love you. I can be concerned about you. I can want better for you. But if I'm truly whole and healthy, I'm going to recognize my privilege. I'm going to recognize my blessing in having the mindset that I have. And I'm going to give you space to be where you are unless the person is ready to change. I think in the community we just get frustrated because everybody wants to see the whole community thrive. We want everybody to be on the same page. When in reality, there's so much room for the different voices. There's infinite amount of room for the different experiences um, and different levels of respectability. I think that's really important as well. I give you space to be who you are. And where you are is good enough for you, so it is good enough for me. I think that's very important. Ashe, thank you so much for sharing that, Noah. That's a very excellent point. Um, let's take another caller. How does that sound? Let's do it, Katrina. I think we're doing good. Yes, we're doing a nice balance of um, calls tonight. We're making good time. The last four is Yes, this is <laughs> so 
Um, so. Right. So talk to Noah. Yes, I think this is good. This is really good because, you know, there's been a lot happening um, in my life and just period in our community, in the black trans community. So much happening. Um, so mm-hmm. great things. Also, so many devastating things. And I think tonight this show was right on time. Um, oh, thank you, baby. This show was right on time. I've um, been experiencing a lot of uh, different things in my own life. And um, I tuned into the show late tonight. And as soon as I tuned into the show, it was a word. And I said, this is the way that God works. <laughs> I, I didn't have any intentions on um, doing anything. I wanted to just really participate in self-care. Um, but I came through like, wait, I kind of tuned in. And, yeah, so I just wanted to thank you, Noah, for um, I, I don't know you, but you've truly been amazing in, like, the ten minutes that I've been listening. So thank you so much. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. And, you know, I know you may not have a question, but just as I've been listening to you, my spirit just wants to take the opportunity to to let you know, and hopefully you can validate this. I don't know if you've been looking, and and I'm putting this out there, but I don't know if you've been looking for a new position um, in your career or been looking to go, like, a level up. But my guys are saying you're, you're, you're right at that time. This is the time for you, even in the next two to three months. I see opportunity opening up for you and financial investment being made into you. There's somebody that wants to give you money, but I feel that they're waiting for you to come with the right package of information. They're waiting for you to piece some things together. Does any of that relate to you? Do you understand where that might be coming from at all? Um, I do on a lot of different levels, so- Yes, absolutely. So really it's just to confirm to you and your spirit and your angels right now, just want to validate that the work you're doing is going to be funded. The work that you're doing is going to have investment. But it's just important for you to hurry up and get those packages together. Get the the get every all the promotion, anything you'd need to teach someone about what you're doing. It's like there needs to be some fine tuning with that. But I feel that everything is going to go through for you. Ask for what you need. If there's a specific number amount that you need personally, ask for that because you're well connected. And my spirit says that there are men and women that are ready to invest in you. And I even feel a couple would like to invest in you, even if it's for survival, even if it's for just for yourself. So my guides are saying, you're humble enough. Now's the time for you to be bold. Ask for what you need because you deserve it. Ashe. Ashe. Absolutely. Wonderful. Did you have a specific question you wanted to ask Noah L. Um, before uh, we move on? I didn't. I just wanted to uplift Noah and also uplift the Kitty Bella Show for truly um, being groundbreaking and giving us opportunities that don't really exist anywhere else for us to provide each other with more opportunities to heal. TWAC has done an excellent job of providing those spaces, um, and you continue yes. to um as well. So I don't have a question. I just wanted to show love. I'm going to um, continue to listen in on the show, but I just want to say Ashe um, to, to all of all, all of it. It's been amazing. So thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Elle. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, Noah, can you just talk about that for a second? Um, in terms of people really validating uh, what you say. Can you talk about that a little bit? 
um, when, when you're giving these readings and, and people, um, you know what I'm trying to get, like people like really validating what you say? Yes. I always look for that because it's just something within myself. My my promise to the universe, my promise to God and to, to the people that I serve is to always be honest and to always have integrity in giving readings because especially in the black community, being, being a man of color, you know, saying that you're a psychic, <laughs> that comes with a lot. And I think yes. many people in our community will understand that just for their own personal identity. Being a psychic and a prophet is a part of my identity. And it's something that not a lot of people understand or accept. So there's a lot of intersections there. And I've had to heal on my own in that. So when people are able to say, yes, I validate the reading. Yes, this happened when you said it was going to happen, which which it does. You know, that's, that's why I'm able to do what I do because of the accuracy there and the surrender there to helping people. It fulfills something in me, but it's not the most important thing. It's more that people can connect the dots for themselves. And I honestly feel that as a psychic, what I'm truly doing is reading people's thoughts and reading their hearts and spelling it out for them. Just to be able to hear their own heart back to them, a lot of time that's enough. A lot of times people don't come with specific questions. They just want to know that there is something out there that can understand them, hear their cries, hear their prayers, to know what their thoughts are when they haven't expressed them. And it's a beautiful, beautiful connection to people and authenticity to be able to get that response from them. So it's it's a reward for me. It's absolutely the blessing that I get in return just to hear people say, you know what, God spoke through you or the angel spoke through you. And I just tell them, you spoke to yourself. You're, you gave yourself an opportunity to hear yourself back to you. And I think that's a very rewarding thing for people. It's, it's a beautiful gift and everyone can do it. We all just need to work on being a little bit more balanced, a little bit more trusting of the universe to say when our when our guides are telling us to say something to the people we love. Absolutely, absolutely, Noah. Thank you so much for sharing that. Can you, um, Noah, talk about, um, I know oftentimes when you talk about uh, when we enter these new years, there's a new kind of energy. I know last year you talked about last year being the year of the impetus and, you know, the year of, the, the entrepreneur and uh, yes. the creative spirit. Can you talk about what 2015 is ushering in and what kind of energy we can expect for this year uh, going forward? Certainly. In my meditation and, and tapping into the global energy grid, what can people that are spiritually in alignment to expect out of this year? Yes, last year was all about setting your own platform for entrepreneurship to sustain yourself, to not rely on the government, to not rely on human resources and your communities, but to really position yourself spiritually to be a success. And this year is a year of relationships. Um, the guys are saying that it's all about who you know and who you're choosing to connect to this year. It's not going to be a big year of career advancement. It's more about career acceptance, purpose acceptance. Many people are not going to see a lot of movement, but they're going to feel a lot of resolve. So old situations being cleared, new relationships settling and taking place. This is a year to settle right where we are and really be in balance with all the things we have on our plate. So there shouldn't be a lot of movement for people that are really tuned in spiritually. It's more about doing well 
and thriving right with what the universe has given you this year. Um, so not a lot of expectation. We shouldn't have a lot of wants and desires. It's more, are you really fulfilling your purpose this year? Are you doing your best with what you do have right now? And I think that's a test we all have to take upon ourselves to, to judge that within ourselves. Am I doing my best with what I asked for last year that I actually got? Because a lot of us can't handle what the universe gives us. So this is a year to really make sure the level that you're on, career-wise, relationship-wise, financially, purpose, projects, whatever you're doing, are you truly excelling or are you just getting by? I feel that's the big question of this year and doing the work to excel before you ask the universe for more. Can you talk about that a little bit? No, you just said something interesting. You said that most folk... um, you said something about most folk not tuning in, tuning out, yes. or um, not doing the work. Can you talk about why that happens and how we can avoid that? Because we have so many expectations. When we start to get blessed, when you get a new job, when you meet someone new for a relationship, when you you know fix some of those credit issues, when you get over sickness, when your family starts to come around, whatever it is that starts to get better, sometimes we get cocky. And sometimes we forget the struggle that we just came out of. So I feel that the reason why people get off track and get overwhelmed and move too fast is because instead of being confident that the plan is following through and that they're in alignment, they start to get arrogant and they forget to appreciate and be grateful for the little advancements that they've had. So we start to ask for more. Once we feel a little bit of spiritual gravity moving in our favor, we want more and more and more. But the key is not having a lot the key is excelling and using fully what God gives you for right now or what the universe gives you for right now. And I just continually get the message for a lot of people that you already got what you asked for. The universe has given you channels to get what you need or sent people to you or resources, but you're not excelling with what the universe has already delivered to you. You're not content with the pathway, the stepping stones. If you can't appreciate the stepping stones, you're never going to get on the platform. And so I feel that it's important to really keep an account of each little increment of growth in your life and to really take time to observe it, appreciate it, and excel in that before you start affirming and attracting more in your life so that you don't get overwhelmed and you don't mess up. Because we are oftentimes our own worst enemy, doing too much. Mm. I see that a lot, especially in the trans community, Noah. And it's tough because we all want to do so much. Can you really talk yes. about that? Um, just briefly, just talk about that 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 uh, that angle to it all. We are here doing this work, and we can um, we can get burnt out, and so that's just real trauma. You know, how do we move? forward from that. You know, when there's pressure to succeed, whether it's to come out of a situation of survival or to make an impact, you know, things need to change in policy, things need to change in society and in our communities. So there's a lot of pressure right now on our community to make a lot of big advancements and big changes while we have this spotlight on our community. But the key is, is not trying to do a lot. It's more about trying to make great impacts with the little stones. So taking our time, focusing on being whole as an individual, then helping to make other people in the community whole. So collectively, in our own little corners of the community, we're all doing our 
best. Right now, we only have about 30 or 40% of our community really able to give their best. That's a really, really low number spiritually, a low percentage of individuals operating it, you know, close to 100%. So I feel if we start collectively working on healing ourselves and healing our brothers and sisters and our, our companions in community, we will begin to see greater impact. Don't let your friends take on too much and then fail. It's important to continue to support people and the things that are really important to them. It's easy to get distracted in wanting to prove ourselves, in needing to prove ourselves, in needing resources. So we've got to follow through with a lot. But it's better to follow through with one great idea and one stream of inspiration and let the universe deliver more to you than choosing to you know, take on a lot of your own projects in vain. And I think because the community lacks a lot of spiritual nourishment, we try to prove to ourselves, I can do what everybody else can do, even with all the things counted against me, even with all the, you know, the, the discrimination, even with all the bigotry, I can do it, I can be. While that's a beautiful sentiment, are you doing it the right way? Are you really caring for yourself, protecting yourself, and staying spiritually fit for the journey, not getting overwhelmed in the blessings, but understanding the process and what it means? Absolutely. Um, wow, that was so powerful, Noah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Thank you for sharing that. Um, of and I know in this day and age of uh, social media and increased use of uh, social media to get out the message, it can be a wonderful tool for the community to connect. But we also can get burnt out with these technologies and all this the social media. Can you just talk a little bit about that, how as a trans community, how we can utilize these these tools as a benefit, but at the same time, uh, it can be a source of trauma. A lot of trauma occurs on uh, over these social media, uh, internet waves. You know, it's so hard to get on Facebook and, and get on Twitter and to see these news stories every day about something mm-hmm. in the community or something outside of the community that affects us. Right. It's very challenging. Another trans to, woman murdered. Yes, right. absolutely. It is very, very difficult to wake up every day, get on your phone, get on your computer, and to see that. What do you do after you read that? What do you do after you've absorbed all this information? We want to be quick to respond, get on these message boards, get on the comments, and start proving our point and, and really defining important information for the public. But it's more important to sit back and rest with that information. A lot of times, social media prevents us from taking that one deep breath, taking that moment to really absorb the information and to process it before we're quick to leave a comment or quick to write a message or quick to delete someone. And I've, I've absolutely been, um, been had to be accountable for that as well. It's a process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because everything happens so fast on social media, we've forgotten how to have a filter. We've forgotten how to go into our own spirit and ask our own higher self, what does this mean for me personally? It's easy to lump yourself into a community, to define yourself by your community, and lose your own identity. You are a human being first. You are a person, an individual. You are a family member. You are a friend. You are a scholar. There are so many other things that you are outside of just a community member or a trans person. It's important to assess what these 
things that are happening to us really mean on the inside as an individual. And I think taking steps back and taking breaks from social media, not absorbing all that information, gives us a chance to reconnect to ourselves. So when you see people off of Facebook for a month, it's a good thing. It doesn't always mean they're going through something. It means that they're being accountable to their own healing, and we should celebrate that and encourage that a lot more. Absolutely, absolutely. Wow, this has been such an amazing show this evening tonight, Noah. Is there any last little bit of uh, words or uh, is there anything else you wanted to just touch on um, before we uh, do our finishing touches? Yes, very quickly. I would love to just use this opportunity to um, give anyone that's listening, especially the women that are listening, because it's, it's, this is something that, you know, this is a very, very scary and heavy time for trans women of color, for trans women everywhere. Um, we're trying to understand this pushback that we're facing of violence, this pushback we're facing of, um, of just missed opportunities to learn and grow on the outside. What you need to do for yourself is you have to wake up every day making a choice to be here. I'm making a choice to be here because you don't have to. Whether people approve of the method or not, you don't have to be here. It's important for you to decide that despite the treatment of the community and despite the obstacles you face, I would still like an opportunity to discover my best self. Once you make that choice that you want to be on earth every day, you would like to live, you would like to try your best, you would like to be present every day, you can begin to see the universe move things in your path. So every day you have to wake up making a new choice. Don't live off of your choices from yesterday because you're going to wake up and feel different in the morning. Something's going to happen to you tomorrow that may set you back. Take your one deep breath and make a choice. I'm present. I am aware. I can handle the things that the universe allows me to go through. And if I choose to handle it, there's a message, there is a, a promise in it, and there is a purpose in it. So every day making that choice to be here is what gives you the power to deal with the situations you have to deal with. Absolutely. Oh, I, a shay. Oh, wow. Yes. Let's get a bomb. No, that's very important. I appreciate you shouting out women of color and affirming them right now in that existence. And so I honor your leadership right now in that presence, Noah. Thank you so much. Um, I would be amiss if I, before we hung up tonight, Noah, if I did not ask you after the day I had today, if we could just briefly talk about um, what I was brought on television to talk about today, this morning, early this morning, Um just, I'm curious your thoughts on this whole obsession, this media obsession with Bruce Jenner and uh, transition and gender. You know what? I think that this is going to end up being very positive. I actually have a very strong feeling that this is going to be a really, really, really big moment um, for people that are very visible and people that are in the media and people that have a responsibility to tell their story effectively and purposefully. You know, I think that we're focusing on the wrong thing as a community right now, focusing on, you know, gender's transition or whatever the situation is. It's more important to focus on 
how we have these discussions with the people around us. It's yet another opportunity to educate and inspire the people around us on how to deal with these situations. I think the big point that's being missed is protecting people's right to their own journey. The way that Jenna may be doing it is different than I might have done or different than somebody else is going to do it. So it's important to validate that and to start speaking affirmations to that process. If someone doesn't want to come out and speak out, they don't have to. It's not our responsibility to dictate how someone else shares their story. We can't control what the media does, but we can control what we do and the messages we put out there. I really feel that there needs to be more support for the process that Jenner is taking on their own. If there's a reality show about it, if there's news stories they come out with, that's their process. And there is something to learn from every out trans person. There is something to learn and something to gain from every trans person's experience because it's just another way to be human. So as a community, I think it's important to focus on letting people have their journey and their process just the same. And there's no greater or less respectability for someone doing exactly what they can at any given moment. I think that's the key thing. Absolutely. Ashe. Wow. Thank you so much um, for another amazing show, Noah. Can you please give mm-hmm. our listeners and some of the callers who you so beautifully uh, gave readings to tonight, can you tell them where they can find you and contact you and book you? Certainly. I just have to thank you, Katrina, for giving me another opportunity to come and and just speak to the community with love and with affirmation, just as another community member, um, just as someone who wants to see healing. You can absolutely email me to book a one-on-one session at noahatthespiritpsychic.com. That's noahatthespiritpsychic.com for personal readings and healing. You can also find me on Facebook. Just look me up, Noah Alvarez. I'm very accessible, um, and I love to connect and build relationships, so you are welcome to connect with me. And if anyone is out there looking for a reading or wants to know more, you can visit my website, thespiritpsychic.com. Amazing, amazing. Thank you so much again for another amazing show tonight, Noah. Lots of love. Give writer my love. Have a glorious night, my love. Absolutely amazing. Thank you. Ashe, yes, tonight was amazing, guys. Thank you again for turning it out on the Kitty Bottle Show. We will be back next week with a whole new live show. Please join us. Until then, take care of yourself and especially take care of each other. Stay in the love.